When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation, however you are doing this morning and however you may be listening, I hope this message finds you doing well. Thank you for tuning in and being with me today on another episode and another edition of the Everything Medicare Podcast, where every single week we bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. This is episode number 125. We will be at 200 episodes before you know it. And it's so surreal to me. I mean, I've I've I'm probably beating a dead horse at this point, folks, but it's so surreal to me that a podcast about Medicare has grown to an audience the size that this one has. And to me, I take it as, you know, that the podcast is helpful. You know, that that we bring information that you can't get elsewhere or very few places. And it's it's wonderful to hear that because when we first started doing this podcast, and I've said this on multiple different occasions, we wanted it to be almost like a library of information to where any topic that you could possibly have a question on, you can go through and listen to it. And of course, if I mean there there are a lot of you that actually binge watch the podcast and wa- and listen to every single episode and i think that's great because by doing so you're going to be putting yourself in a situation where you're going to know everything you can possibly run into you're going to know everything that you probably need to know to make a good decision and you're going to need everything you need to know excuse me you're going to have everything you need to have and know everything you need to know to Make good decisions and not be taken advantage of, not be on a bad plan. I mean, you're just going to be an incredibly informed, enlightened individual on the topic of Medicare. Because that's what we all strive to be, right? <laughs> an, uh, a, a, an enlightened individual on the topic of Medicare. I know it doesn't sound glamorous, but it's something that can dramatically make a difference on your pocketbook and on your wallet in various different ways, whether it be premiums, how you're covered, medications being covered, um, doctors being in or out of network um, without your knowledge, depending on the type of plan you're going with. It's very important. And this next topic I'm going to talk about in this episode, in my opinion, is fairly important also. And that is the Medicare Supplement Plans NNG. Going forward, it's I think it's fair to say, with Plan F being grandfathered in in 2020, I think it's very fair to say that Plan N and Plan G are going to be Number one and number two, in no particular order, um, depending on who you talk to, for the for the foreseeable future when it comes to Medicare supplement plans. For many, many years, the Plan F kind of held that mantle as number one, and then it kind of slowly slipped down to number two. And then by the end, um, the last couple of years, it probably was maybe number three as far as which plans were available, depending on your market and depending on kind of what prices you could get for it. But the writing was on the wall for the Plan F in a lot of ways. I mean, for those of you who don't know, Plan F, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about at all, 
Medicare supplement plans are plans that are designed by the government that come through and pay deductibles, coinsurances, and for the most part, the 20% that Medicare does not pay. These plans are designed by the government. They're given names of letters. So, for example, a plan F, a plan G, a plan N, etc., etc., are names of Medicare supplement plans, and all of them cover a different amount of what Medicare leaves behind. When a person has Medicare Parts A and Part B, Medicare A and B work like two pieces to a puzzle. And we've done episodes where I go in depth on what each of them covers. I'm not going to go into that too much today, but for the most part, they work together to cover a person's medical bills, hospitalization stays, surgeries, doctor's appointments, durable medical equipment, lab work, uh, I could go on and on and on, uh, skilled nursing, home health care, hospice care, you get the idea. But Medicare doesn't pay 100% of these things. Medicare leaves behind 20% after after a certain amount of deductibles are met. There's 20% behind, left behind for the consumer to pay. So with what a Medicare supplement does is, like I mentioned earlier, these plans are designed by the government as far as how much of, that, of what Medicare leaves behind it's going to cover. And then they're given to private insurance companies to market. The insurance company has no say on what the coverage is going to look like. The insurance company has to take a Medicare supplement as is. So, for example, a Plan F, Plan G, Plan N, with any single insurance company, is going to be the exact same plan with anybody else. A G with one company is the same as a G with another company. There's two differences. What the insurance company charges in the starting out premium, and number two, what the rate increases will be going forward. And we've done whole episodes about rate increases. We've done a lot of episodes about Medicare supplement plans in general, just due to the time restrictions we have on this podcast, it would be a five-hour podcast if I went into all of that. Go back and listen to those, some of those other episodes if you want to know more about rate increases in, in particular or you know what's happening with Plan F in 2020. We've done a couple episodes on that. But for the sake of time, like I mentioned, all you need to know at this point is Plan F is being grandfathered in. People that became become eligible for Medicare effective in 2020 going forward will not have the option of picking up a Plan F. And it's the industry's way of kind of moving away from Plan F. Plan F's been around since 1992. For an insurance policy, that's a tremendous long period of time. And there's just a lot of people on these plans. A lot of people are older. And typically the older you are the more medical claims you have statistically speaking that's not going to be the case for everybody but if you take 100 people that are 85 in a room and you take 100 people that are 65 in a room which room do you think is going to be healthier probably the room of 65 year olds because they're younger and that statistically speaking as a whole over the course of the masses is factual so there's a lot of older people on plan f's because it's been around so long with all these different insurance companies not to mention Plan F for years, you know, 20 plus years, participated in a program called Guaranteed Issue where they were taking on people without health questions when they were canceled on Medicare Advantage plans or they were canceled on um, Medicare or, excuse me, retirement programs or whatever the case might be. We've talked about this in podcast episodes prior. The pl- point being, Plan F wasn't very that really that viable the past couple of years anyway in most markets. Plan G and N were the two plans that probably 90 plus percent of people would purchase when they purchase a Medicare supplemental plan. Obviously, going forward with Plan F kind of exiting the picture for new beneficiaries, 
G and N will be the top plans for the foreseeable future. I did a podcast some time ago where I talked about the Medigap Plan D and why we might see it have a resurgence. I still think that could potentially be true in the 2020s, but we're just going to have to see. It depends on what the insurance companies want to do. I think it would be really smart for a lot of them to bring Plan Ds back. Um, A Plan D is very similar to a G. Um, For those of you who don't know, a Medicare Supplement Plan G pays everything that Medicare leaves behind with the exception of the Medicare Part B deductible, which in 2020, like I said in our last episode, officially will be $198, one time a year. And in 2019, it was 185 so it took a little bit of a jump. Plan G, N, and Plan D, I'm not going to go into D too much, all leave that Part B deductible behind for the consumer to pay. The only difference between a G and a D is a D doesn't pay something called Medicare Part B excess charges, which is basically like if the doctor wants to charge anything extra, any extra fees they want to tack on top of it. In some states, it's not even legal to do so, and it's very much unheard of. We hardly ever see it very on rare occasion. But a Plan D doesn't cover that. Those are the only two things a a Plan D does not cover. So I think that it's a possibility it could be a resurgence, but this episode is not about Plan D. This episode's about G and N and which one is better. And the answer to that is not as cut and dry as you might think. It's not. Both sides of the coin have a pretty compelling argument. And depending on who you talk to as a broker, plan G and plan N, you're probably going to get a different answer. I mean, I think if you talked to a thousand different brokers that specialize in Medicare. I'm not talking about brokers that do Medicare on the side. They're really financial planners or car insurance agents. Those people don't know any more about Medicare than you do. If you've been listening to this podcast for over a year, year and a half, I guarantee you you've learned more about Medicare from me than they will ever know. Because you can't do Medicare on the side. You just can't and expect to be as knowledgeable about it as you need to be to help people. There's a lot of working parts there's a lot to know. It's, it's ever-changing. It's not a side gig. You should never want to work with somebody that treats it as a side gig. Never. Medicare is my specialty. We do life insurance here, and that's about it. Medicare and life insurance in our office. That's all. Medicare is our focus, though. I'd say probably 80 to 90% of the policies we do each and every year in our office with the various different insurance companies are Medicare products because that's what we do. That's what we're good at. That's what I know as good as anybody in my opinion. Of course, I'm a biased party. So which plan is the better plan and what are the arguments for both? Well, I have to take a break before I tell you that, and you're going to have to wait for me to come back in segment two after a quick word from our sponsors this week. Don't go anywhere. I'll be back, and I'll tell you everything you need to know. What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, 
but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk? When you can deal with a nice guy. What's up, everything, Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Bruno, and I wanted to take a minute and talk with you about Stitcher Premium. Now, Stitcher is one of my favorite platforms to listen to podcasts on, but now you can listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium, just like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, Wolverine, My Favorite Murder, The Lost Trail, The Fantasy Footballers, Science Rules with Bill Nye, and many, many more. Plus, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and much more. It's only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today and use the promo code Medicare for one month free on me. Thanks a lot. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that message from Randy W. Hall, the Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor. If you live in the states of Tennessee or Kentucky, it is not too late to save money on your Medicare plan. If you feel like you you can do better or you're just curious if you can do better, I encourage you to give Randy W. Hall a call. It's not too late. We still have till December 7th. And also, Stitcher Premium. If you want quality Stitcher content, no ads, one of my favorite... Um, podcast platforms personally you can get one month free by using my promo code medicare let's get back into this plan n versus plan g okay which one is better well you might not like my answer i've said in the past i think as a whole plan g is still going to be the best plan going forward the argument against plan g is that it's going to start participating in guaranteed issues starting in 2020 going forward, which basically, like I said in segment one, means that if someone's canceled on a plan, they're going to be able to pick it up without health questions. Now, that's not true according to a lot of the information we've gotten from the macro bill. From my understanding of the macro bill, and if I turn out to be wrong about this, I will correct myself in a future episode. But... We, I've heard people say that it's going to be the same as Plan F was. If you're canceled on anything, welcome aboard with any insurance company. That's not my indication. That hasn't been my indication. From my understanding, it's under certain circumstances. It's not across the board. So we can't expect it to inflate the rates like it did for Plan F at all because it's a different situation. The rules aren't quite the same. Also, even with Plan F taking people on the way they did, Plan F, it took over 20 years before it became anything but the best available plan in the Medicare supplement market. 
20 years before we saw that those prices start to inflate. It's a long time to benefit on a plan F, don't you think? Same thing goes with the plan G. So I think as a whole, a plan G is the better plan as a whole. But I am, I'm not oblivious to the fact that there are people listening to us in all different kinds of markets all across the United States of America. We have a pretty um, good-sized audience at this, part, at this point. And so I understand that there's going to be some people in some markets where a plan N is a better plan. And I'll tell you why I say that. A plan N is going to be a better plan. Point blank, if the premium difference is big enough. Let me explain. Plan G has one thing you pay that Medicare leaves behind. That's the Medicare Part B deductible. Like I said in 2020, 198 bucks a year, one time a year. Plan N also makes you pay that. Plan N also comes with three other things you could potentially pay. Number one, Part B excess charges. We talked about that on Plan D. So you have to pay that if it's charged. Might be more of an issue than others, depending on where you might be listening to it from. Usually it's not an issue, but it can be. Depends on where you live. Plan N also charges an up to $20 doctor copay for a doctor visit. Could be less. It depends on the type of doctor you're going to see, but up to $20. It also charges a $50 emergency room copay. So in a lot of markets that I work with people in, a Plan N and a Plan G are probably no more than $10 difference in premium from one another. $10. If a doctor copay on a Plan N is 20 up to $20 per visit, that's that one doctor visit and you're in the red. Okay. On a Plan N. Plan G does not charge you any copays outside of that Part B deductible. Keep in mind, you have to pay that Part B deductible with Plan N2. It's all based on what you pay for it. Of course, there's an argument to be had to if you have to if you have um, a big enough premium savings that the N is going to be more worth it. If it's a $50, $60, $70 a month difference, and in some markets, ridiculously, it can be, then is the plan N a better plan? Probably, but not for everybody. There are plenty of people, folks, out there, and probably some that listen to this podcast, that go to the doctor pretty frequently. They see a lot of doctors. They see a lot of specialists. Um, they might go once a week, twice a week. If you're going once a week to a doctor, and you're paying $20 a pop, I know, I know, I hear the Plan N enthusiast now saying, it's up to $20, Christian. It could be less, stupid. I get it. But just because we don't know exactly what the copay is going to be, why don't we just assume worst case scenario and say it's $20, right? Because we know that's what it could potentially be depending on what the doctor is. Let's, I'd say if it's not $20, best case scenario, it's probably going to be 10 But let's just say $20. Worst case scenario. You always want to plan for the worst case scenario, Right? So let's say you're work let's say you know you're somebody that sees doctors frequently on a regular basis. Say you're going once a week. Well, if you're going once a week for a month, that's $80 a month in doctor copays. 80 a month. So even if you save $50, $60 a month in premium, you're still in the red. 
And if you're seeing that many doctors, how many emergency room visits are you having throughout the year? How many unexpected things do you see pop up? Maybe at least a couple. $50 a whack emergency room visit on a plan N. You don't pay either one of those with a plan G. So there's two things that will determine if someone's better off with an N or a G, in my opinion. Number one, their usage, right? Because if you don't go to the doctor ever, but you want the security of a Medicare supplement, then I can see the appeal of an N if you save a bunch of money. So there's an argument to be had there, right? Number two, it is the actual premium difference. It's the actual premium difference. How much money are you actually saving between an N and a G? Because in some markets, they're very close in premium. Why would you pay almost the same amount of money to get an N if you can pay 5 to $10 more a month and get a G? And in some markets, that's real. Like I mentioned, not every market. Some markets, it's, the, it's a more of a Grand Canyon difference. It depends on those two things. Do I think that the G, Plan G is a, the best available plan for everybody? No. Do I think the Plan N is the best plan for everybody? No. I think both plans have their places, and both plans can have good fits for certain people depending on your situation. But my argument against the Plan N is this. Even if you pick it up because you don't see doctors very often, because you're healthy, who's to say that's always going to be the case for you? And of course, you know your health better than I ever could or anyone else ever could. But you have to take... The, part, the point of buying insurance is in case worst case scenario that you're going to be protected. You're better protected with a G than an N. Point blank. Because there's less for you to pay. A plan N is more based off of a per usage basis on what you pay out of pocket. It's, if you think about it, it's similar to a Medicare Advantage in that point. Medicare Advantage is fine. You pay no premium if you don't use it very often. Right? How is the plan N any different? Because... There's no max out of pocket with it. You're going to pay those copays for as many times as you use it for the doctor visits. You're going to pay those copays for the emergency room as many times as you go throughout the year. If you have a bad year and you go four or five times, you know, if you go five times, that's $250. $250 a year just in emergency room copays that you wouldn't have to pay with the G. Another argument against the G that Plan N enthusiasts make is that. They think that because of this whole guaranteed issue thing with Plan G that it's going to cause the rate increases to go up. Like I told you, it took Plan N a long time, excuse me, it took Plan F a long time to get to that point. And the guaranteed issue program will not be the same. It's not going to be every single person coming into the Plan G like it did with the Plan F. That's what the macro bill says. People have jumped the gun on this. I think as a whole, as a point of rule, the Plan G will still remain the best Medicare supplement plan, at least for the foreseeable future. Plan N will be a close second. There are going to be plenty of situations where the Plan N is a good fit for somebody. But the Plan G, in my opinion, is still the best plan. We'll see who's right going into the 2020s. I have confidence in... All the research we've done, I have confidence in all the connections we have in the industry. I have confidence in the facts behind what's included in the macro bill and what's not. Let's take a break. Be back after a quick word from our sponsor. 
I have some final thoughts I want to share with you on this topic that you don't want to miss. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for sticking with me all the way to the end here. Um, my final thoughts on this is it's not cut and dry. Some of you might be listening that are in certain situations and live in certain markets where the N is by far the best option for you. I think it's a possibility. I don't think it's something you shouldn't consider. You should look at both plans. If you're picking a Medicare supplement plan, a G and an N, look at the price difference. But my point is, if the price is reasonably close, go with the G every time, number one, and take it into consideration that if your health deteriorates or if your health is already deteriorated to the point where you have to see doctors on a regular basis, you're going to pay out the nose in those doctor copays on a plan N. We see it with our own customers that have it, that come to us and demand it. I say consider a plan G. They're like, no, I want the cheaper plan. At the end of the day, I'm here to do what somebody wants me to do, but I'm also going to give my advice, my opinion, my perspective. And they come to us a couple years down the road, they're like, hey, I just, I just can't pay these copays anymore. Sometimes we can change them to plan G's, but remember with a Medicare supplement, in order to change from one insurance company to another, you have to be able to pass health questions. So if your health deteriorates enough, you might be stuck on that plan end, potentially, folks. It's possible. It's not to say that you can't change. Every different insurance company has different sets of underwriting and health questions. Some are easy to squeeze through. Some are very difficult to squeeze through. It just depends on your condition. There's some conditions that some companies are you know, willing to take, and there's other conditions that people aren't willing to take. It just depends on your situation. It's not to say we couldn't find you a plan, but you always got to take go into it with the expectation of worst-case scenario. Like I said, worst-case scenario. What if I do get stuck on this plan? Is it going to be the, a good plan for me for the foreseeable future? That's the approach that you should take with insurance, especially Medicare supplements, folks. So just keep it in mind. Not trying to bash plan N or say plan N's a bad plan. I think it's a close number two going forward into the 2020s. But I do think plan G, at least at the moment, is going to be the best plan. Now, if the information changes, I will change my opinion. If the data changes, I will adjust accordingly. But the data, the information, nothing out there has made me um, back off on this point. I think both plans are situational. I think a lot of it depends on what you need and what's available in your market. Point blank. Because the price points and the rates are going to be different all over the country. It's not the same. You know, we did um, we did a, a Mutual of Omaha uh, Medicare Supplement Plan review on YouTube um, in the last week or so. And 
I've told you folks before where we're licensed. I've kind of beat it into the ground. At the moment, we're licensed in Utah, Texas, Florida, Oregon, and Idaho. Again, Utah, Texas, Oregon, Florida, and Idaho. We had somebody reach out to us from Indiana, which we're not licensed in. We made it very clear in the video. We're not licensed there. But he, but he reached out to us from Indiana, which is fine. You know, I'm no problem with that. I'm, we're always happy to maybe pick up a license if there's enough interest, if the need is there, if it makes sense for us. We can pick up a license anywhere. We just kind of pick them up as we need them. And trust me, in 2020, we're going to have more licenses available, more states. Guarantee it. But anyway, reached out to us, and he just was a little confused by, you know, saying, I thought this was a national plan. You mean to tell me the, the price is going to vary on where I live? I said, yes. Yes, the price points are going to be different in all 50 states on Medicare supplements, and not just your state. And if your state's large enough, and in most states, it's probably going to be different between one area of the state to another. Now, a state like my state in Utah, my home state, at least at the moment, most Medicare supplement carriers have the same price statewide because we're kind of a smaller state. But a state like Florida could not be further from the truth. Depends on where you live, the area of the state. You're probably going to pay more in Miami or Fort Lauderdale than you're going to pay in Tampa Bay or Clearwater or something like that. It just depends, folks. You have to take a look at this stuff based on what's available to you and what your needs are. But as a whole, those are my thoughts on the two plans. Folks, thanks so much for listening. Um, I mentioned the states we're in. Utah, Texas, Florida, Idaho, Oregon. Utah, Texas, Florida, Oregon, Idaho. I probably said that out of order. It doesn't matter. You get the point. If you'd like to work with me on your Medicare health plan, I encourage you to give us a call. I'd be more than happy to talk with you. Um, we have never had anybody call us from this podcast to kind of get information and not have a good experience. But I'm aware of. We've had great reviews, great feedback. Um, people enjoy working with us. People enjoy working with me. And it's because I'm not in the business of recommending something that's not good for you. I'll take a look at your situation. I'll make my recommendations accordingly. I'll show you what's available. Um, and if you're already on Medicare and you want to compare your plan, if we can't do better than what you have, we'll be we'll be happy to tell you that. Because we, we're not in the business of recommending something that's not going to be good for you. My office has a long-lasting relationship with our customers and our clients. We give year-round customer service, take it very seriously. We have staff to help me to help us with these things. Um, we probably do more for our clients and customers than 99.9% of our our competition. That's why we do that's why we do well. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Give us a call. Deadline's December 7th. Deadline is December 7th. So if you don't make any moves and you call us December 8th, December 9th, December 10th, let's say, wanting to make a change, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan or Part D prescription drug plan, nothing you can do about that. You know? So help you God. May God have mercy on your soul, basically, going forward, because you're stuck. There's nothing you can do. Although... There will be a second enrollment period in January. I'll talk more about that as we get closer, though. Thank you, folks, for listening. Have a great day. Toodaloo.